but uh, yeah, once the intro fades, we can start talking like, hey, we're reviewing Spider-Man for the GameCube. This came out 18 years ago. It was a big deal when it came out. Cross-platform game. You could get it for the GameCube, the Xbox, or the PS2. As well as PC and the Game Boy Advance. Yes, and apparently if you got it on the Xbox, you actually gained an extra level, bonus level. Yeah, you got a chance to fight Craven the Hunter. Yes, yes, and arguably, having watched the footage, I played the PS2 version growing up, but watching the archive footage from an Xbox, the Xbox does appear to have slightly better graphics. And comparing it to the GameCube version, both versions have better graphics. Yes, the GameCube is... The GameCube was what it was. It tried. A cheap console that tried. It tried so hard. Came in tiny little disc. Nothing stood up to the DVD disc. Of the PS4 I always Xbox. wanted a GameCube, but I never got one. What? And you can pick one up for next to nothing now, I know, but... Right. I've had this one in my closet for like years. Yeah. I need to get one. Um, but yeah, uh, <clears throat> I grew up strictly PlayStation kid, so... I was always playing the PlayStation 2 version of things, but I do remember the game being easier as a kid than as an adult. <laughs> Maybe it's just because games have gotten so much better or more intuitive, but in this game, I was constantly having to scramble for health, constantly having to scramble for more webbing, which, which is Which made weird. no sense, because in the movie, he literally had get... They're organic. He doesn't have web shooters in the movie, so it's like, why am I having to constantly refill my webs? <laughs> and oh, shit. Before we forget, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Chase. I'm Jimmy. And this is the PlayCube Gamecast. Where this time, for the first episode, we're talking about Spider-Man the movie that came out in 2002. And this was a big deal. This was long before the MCU. Like, Sam Raimi was the director, and... I can remember being nine years old when this came out, being so psyched to see it, and they did a good, I thought they did a good job with this trilogy, maybe not Spider-Man 3 so much, but uh, <laughs> Uncle Ben was done beautifully, the actor that played him, yeah. uh, the storyline was great, I like the idea of Aunt May being actually an elderly aunt, not a hot MILF aunt. <laughs> <laughs> Ants ages may vary. Aunt's ages may vary. It's like she's gotten progressively younger through the years, but I actually like an old Aunt May. I'm traditional. Okay. <laughs> but I will say, the most memorable villain of that movie was Green Goblin. Yes, yes. Norman Osborn. Yes. Uh, actor Willem Dafoe does an amazing job in the movie. In this game, he also voice, he actually voices the Goblin in the game as well. Him and Tobey Maguire were the only voices from the actual movie to reprise their role. Everyone else is given kind of a dumbed-down mock-up version of the characters from the movie. Uh, the person who's supposed to be playing Kirsten Dunst is awful. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Jameson. Ooh. There, he's tr the voice actor tries, but he's ultimately very forgettable. It's like a record skip on the record player. You 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 expect to hear J.K. Simmons as Jameson, and when you don't, it's kind of like huh? right. <laughs> also, you can't forget Bruce Campbell as a narrator. Uh -huh. He literally appeared in one scene in all the movies. Yep, yep. Bruce Campbell narr. For those of you that don't know, Bruce Campbell also narrated the Sam Raimi trilogy of video games back in the day. He was the narrator for Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. 
across several different consoles. And if you're really young, you might not notice, but he also appeared in the Evil Dead movies. I do not remember that. What? Actually, I don't think I saw the Evil Dead movies. Okay. <laughs> we need to fix that. Yes, we do. Now, um, Bruce Campbell appears in the tutorial levels for this game, and one of the most memorable things, I can even remember this without replaying it, but you'll play the tutorial and he'll be eating a ham sandwich and he'll be explaining to you what to do or how to use your webs while eating a ham sandwich, and I just really remember that from my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll go, oh, too much mustard. <laughs> okay. I don't know why, that just stuck in my mind. Carry on. <laughs> okay, we're going to edit this down. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, okay. Aside from that, graphics, I actually think the graphics in Spider-Man 1 are better than the graphics in Spider-Man 2. At least for the PS2 version. This is early on in this generation platform of consoles, so it's still in the era where the cinematic cutscenes look better than the actual gameplay. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you'll see a cutscene and it'll be like Super HD, and then you'll go back to the game and be like, what's this? <laughs> it's called standard definition. Yeah. Like Craven the Hunter. In the cutscenes, his fur looked like fur in mm. the video game. In the actual game, it's like padded down fur, just all matted and just terrible looking. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't really rag on the graphics too much. This did come out in 2002. Oh, they were great for the time. I mean, I had just come off of playing, like, the original Spider-Man for the PS1 and when this came out. Like, Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 Winter Electro. Yeah. Those had just come out, and this was leaps and bounds ahead of anything you'd seen before. Oh, yeah. And uh, one thing I am going to critique on this one, though, is this is the last Spider-Man game I can recall where you actually have to refill your health and refill your webbing on the go. So you would be in the middle of a difficult boss battle, and then you'd have to be like, ah, crap, i got to go back and look for health. So you would spend a lot of time retracing your steps trying to pick up either health or webbing to keep the mission moving forward, whereas you don't so much have to worry about that in today's game. Dude, let me tell you, there was times when we were playing this game where I was just like, I almost have this final boss, this final enemy. Next thing I know, I'm dead. I have to start the entire thing over five stages back. And I'm Speaking just like, of Fuck boss me. battles, the first mission, ridiculous. Having to fight Very Uncle ridiculous. Ben's killer. Oh, yeah. We died so many times. Like, we, we could have filled, like, an hour's worth of content with us just dying on the first boss. Oh, my God. It was bad. It's a good thing we don't have any footage from that. Otherwise, it would just be... Embarrassing. An hour and a half of us just straight dying. I don't remember it being that difficult as a kid. Maybe we were better players back then, or maybe we just didn't know any better because games have gotten so much better since then. But I felt the difficulty in this game was ridiculous from start to finish. Like, I died so many times for ridiculous things. On the plus part... After that first boss with the thief who killed Uncle Ben, it actually toned down the difficulty quite a lot. It did. One memorable level I can remember being kind of frustrated with is when you go to Vulture's Lair. You're inside of this big, huge apartment building having to go up the stairs. Yeah. And these explosives will come down on you blowing up. And oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then you got these spider, me mechanical spiders coming Those at drones, you. drones, yeah. Yeah, the drones. And... I would get stuck on that level so many times. Just get, I would go the wrong way and not be able to get up higher. That level, man. 
It's literally a 3D maze. You had to go up, round, through walls. But, you know, uh, as we're recording this, it's May of 2020, so a lot of speculation on the PS5 and the sequel for the new Spider-Man. With uh, a new Spider-Man in theaters, we just got uh, Far From Home released. So there's a lot of hype about Spider-Man right now, so we thought we'd go back and actually play one from the GameCube back in 2002. Yeah. Plus, it features all the main villains. You got Green Goblin, you got the Vulture, Shocker, Scorpion, Xbox only is Craven the Hunter. Shocker was a good boss. That was one of the good boss battles. Only frustrating part is getting through the subway tunnel as he's firing electricity oh, yeah. at you. That is ridiculous. That was another part where we kept dying mercilessly. It only took you like three hits to die. Yeah. I don't know if we were playing the normal version or the hard version. I felt like we were playing the hard version, but <laughs> I just don't remember it being that hard from my childhood. Right. But from a graphical standpoint, I say it still stands the test of time. It's presentable. It's next generation uh, graphics. My it's, only real complaint, the camera work. The camera is annoying. Like, especially indoors. Especially indoors. You're trying to be stealthy. You're climb up on walls. Speaking of the stealth... Oh, no. When you're on the ceiling, you're supposed to be out of sight. There, All these stealth missions, we would instinctively jump to the ceiling, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're hidden from view. You have to find the perfect little square of ceiling that's shaded so you don't get seen. We died so many, so, so many times in the stealth missions. It was terrible. Yeah. That little Oscar. Spider-Man head in the corner, that one that's supposed to go all black to tell you you're hidden. Mm-hmm. You have to find that one perfect meter square yep. to jump into and just stay hidden. Everywhere else, no matter how dark it looked, you'd be instantly spotted. Ridiculous. And I don't know if this is just stuff they didn't think of or they thought they'd be conniving by making it extra difficult this way, but I don't like them. <laughs> Whoever designed this game, they're not good people. You want to talk about extra difficulty? The web shooters. The oh health. God. That's just floating in the middle of the air. You have to at the most at the inconvenient right spot on the map is where you have to go for this health. There's no easy way to get to them. You have to swing to them. Mm-hmm. You have to accurately predict as you're getting shot at by missiles, rockets, and lasers. So what we're trying to say is this game will give you PTSD. From a playability standpoint, I'm going to rank this one kind of low because just... The difficulty, man. I I remember it being a lot more fun as a kid, and maybe I'm biased now because we have all these new great versions of Spider-Man right. for the PS4 and even PS3, like Web of Shadows. We had, we've had Web of Shadows since then. We've had uh, Ultimate Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 where your webs... Oh, yeah, speaking of, this is the last game where Spider-Man's webs don't attach to anything. He'll literally be <laughs> shooting webs into the sky, and he's somehow swinging from the sky. Uh, it wasn't until Spider-Man 2 came out that the web's actually attached to buildings, so there's some fun trivia for you. Fun trivia. Spider-Man 2, arguably a better game than this one. Much better. I, I guarantee it. No, when we eventually get to Spider-Man 2 next season, it'll be leaps and bounds better. Like, it'll actually be an enjoyable gaming experience. It won't make you, like, cry. <laughs> uh, luckily, we're able to see the end of the game through the use of cheat codes. Thank God for cheats. It didn't get the game any easier, but it made it more this fun. This is back when out. they were actually cheat codes that you would type in, and you would actually get, like, 
You remember they would come out with those cheat code magazines for PS2 oh, and yeah, Xbox? I remember those. The tiny yeah. little booklets. Uh, the little all these booklets. games that came out. Yes. Yeah, I, I used to just find those and write them down on a piece of paper and then take that home with me. and <laughs> Triangle, triangle, square, circle, X, L, and L, and down up. A bunch of random letters and numbers. Yes. Boom. Big head, big feet on Spider-Man. Oh, this big head mode was... Probably the only thing that kept me playing this game because it was so hilarious. Like, Spider-Man with big head and big feet, especially when he's crawling along the ceiling, it looks like Krusty the Clown climbing <laughs> with those big clown feet. Plus the cheat code to skip a level. Yeah, that's the only way I beat the game back in the day because I could not get the, past the stealth missions. Even as a kid, I couldn't beat the stealth missions. It was the last couple at the Oscorp Tower that definitely Too hard. Up to use. Ridiculously hard. Like, why would... No, just no. Right. <laughs> You'd have to jump down, beat up a guard before you let the robots know. The cyborgs march up into you, kill Brutal. you. You can start over. Brutal. Five floors again. Uh, and then you're like, why did we do this to ourselves? <laughs> why? <laughs> but to answer our main questions. Yes. Does it still hold up today? I'm going to have to say no. Just because it only took a few more years after this, and they finally got it right. I feel like with Spider-Man 2, they got it right. One, Spider-Man 2 was more of a free roam. It wasn't just levels. I didn't. I don't know if we said that earlier, but this is a level platform game where it's not really free roam. You're either you're in an enclosed environment inside of a building, or when you're swinging in the city, it's just a section of Manhattan. You can't actually go from one end to the other. Speaking of sectioning... Hunting down Green Goblin as you're outside sucked. Intensely, it sucked. Um, yeah, they made the difficulty for that ridiculous, too. You get hit by one bomb, and then he leaves you in the dust, so... And you're like, you can't find him. No, Mary Jane dies. Or you get stuck, or you collide with the building wall and then start climbing up it. Uh, and you're like, oh! No! <laughs> yeah, still needed a little R&D. By the time Spider-Man 2 came out two years later in 2004, most of my uh, nitpicks of this game had gone away. I mean, you had free roam by then, and just I remember Spider-Man 2 was actually winnable. This one was difficult, to say the least. <laughs> Is it worth playing today? I'm going to go with no. no. Seriously, folks, don't subject yourself to this. This At best, watch a walkthrough. They probably played it a lot longer. I mean, if you want to see gameplay or if you're a diehard Willem Dafoe, Tobey Maguire fan and you just want to hear their voice acting, I guess, <laughs> watch a playthrough. Don't play the game. Listen, this thing came out on all the consoles back then. PS2, Xbox, GameCube, GBA, PC. And like I said, I had the PS2 version, but... Honestly, if you're if you must subject yourself to this and play it, I would get the Xbox version just because you have the extra Craven the Hunter mission and slightly better graphics. So, yeah. on that standpoint, I guess I can recommend it. But other than that, I'd stay away from this one. I don't know. It's too late. I already own it on the GameCube. Yeah, so I can't save myself. I already own it on the PS2, so I've already. I can't save myself. Where can you play it now? Um, we just said all the consoles where you can play it now. Yeah, we just did that. So, Listen, if you have an old console in your closet from the early 2000s, you could probably find this game on it. Why would you want to play it? It's a question I'm going to be asking myself for a long, 
long time. Um, Why would I you guess want if you're, I guess if you're on house arrest and you, you don't have anything better to do, and if you can't watch the movies, if you don't already have a PS4 to play the new Spider-Man, I guess. Yeah. If you're secluded at your grandparents' house and all they have are old consoles, this was the only newest thing there. Pretty much. <laughs> I Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to recommend this one. Listen, if there's any nostalgia to this game, it's probably from the movies. It's probably from the memory. It's probably even from the sequel. That was way better. Okay, well... Was this first episode was a bit of a downer for us, but that's okay. We always approach these games objectively, and if it's a disappointing experience, oh well, there's more games to choose from. Uh, it doesn't make our jobs any easier having to die all those times, especially during the stealth missions. But it was still a, a somewhat enjoyable experience, at least because... I felt nostalgia with Willem Dafoe and Tobey Maguire's voices. I hadn't heard them in a while, and it was kind of brought me back to my childhood in a bit. I'll tell you what. The sessions we took, the number of hours we played, definitely higher than the average gameplay. Oh, yeah. But at, with the time we wasted dying in this game, we could have played through Spider-Man 2 twice, probably. <laughs> also, this game was short. It was only six hours long. Yeah, the levels are ridiculously short. Um, there's not a lot of cutscenes either. And if there's a cutscene, it's maybe at the most two minutes long. So it's a very condensed version of the movie, although with more villains somehow. Closing remark on this one, I gotta say, just to reiterate what I said earlier, a lot of what I'm complaining about, they fixed two years later when Spider-Man 2 came out. So if you're, got, if you, if you're feeling nostalgic for Tobey Maguire and uh, Willem Dafoe or just the Sam Raimi trilogy in general, you can skip this one. Just get Spider-Man 2. It's so much better. And it's the same voice cast. Although, actually, uh, Kirsten Dunst is in Spider-Man 2. She does voice Mary Jane in Spider-Man 2. Really? Yeah. That's already an upgrade. It from is. From the forgettable voice actor who played... Mary Jane. Mary Jane, yeah. But yeah, if you want to hear Kirsten Dunst's voice, play Spider-Man 2. Alright, now's the time where we end the podcast. Uh, closing remarks. Normally we do this time to answer questions, any games we were going to play in the future. Mm-hmm. Probably shout-outs, trivia. Yes, yes. And uh, special thanks. Next week, we will be doing... Next two weeks. Next two weeks, we will be doing Sonic, originally for the Dreamcast, but we're playing the remastered version for GameCube. We played the majority of it on Dreamcast. Yes, and I gotta say, graphics-wise for 1999, not bad. It's kind of in between a N64 and a PS1 to PS2. It's like a, I called it a PS1.5. It's almost next-generation graphics, but it's not quite there yet. For more thoughts on that, tune in next time we come out. Sonic Adventure. But now, special thanks go to... Do we have anyone to thank? <laughs> well, we can thank the crew. You, Us. Me. Alex. Yes, Alex. Special shout out to Alex for uh, giving us ideas and keeping us on this project, making sure we still do it. <laughs> <laughs> keeping us motivated. Special thanks to Tim for providing us with this nice mic. Special thanks to Alcohol for getting us through these unprecedented times. <laughs> Let me tell you, after playing this game, after playing 
This After game. playing this game, you'll want to drink. Exactly. Yeah. Spider-Man, woo! <laughs> Makes alcoholics out of all of us. For more information about this podcast, about the PlayCube Gamecast, find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Facebook, especially. At PlayCube Gamecast. All one word. Yes. And if anyone wants to find you, Jimmy, where would they find you at? Find me on Facebook and... <laughs> yeah, Facebook. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. I know. Uh, threw me for a loop there. Okay. All right. And that's it for this week's episode. My name's and Chase. And now a word from our sponsors. What sponsor? Exactly. Okay. Um, for sponsorship, please contact us at... PlayCube Gamecast. Because we could use money. Uh, <laughs> doesn't anyone? Right? Help us, we're poor. Help us, we're using a four-year-old laptop. Help us, we're in a capitalist economy in the middle of an economic downturn. <laughs> all getting cut. <laughs> That's it for this week's episode on Spider-Man the Movie. On the PlayCube Gamecast, I'm your host, Chase. And Jimmy. And we're both going to say goodbye. Bye. Bye now.